Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. podcast where me Nicole Byer tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could blow glitter right in my eyes and say, uh, deal with it. Okay, my guest today is an actress, writer, and producer who co-created and starred in the Comedy Central series Broad City. You better believe her voice could be heard in The Mitchells vs. The Machines and in a new podcast series called Hot White Heist. Boop, ba, da, boo. It's Abby Jacobson. <laughs> I didn't know like what you were going to say in that. I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you do have more credits. It could have gone on longer. No, no. But I was like, oh, yeah. No, no, no. I just, just was like, I didn't know. I didn't know what I haven't like heard myself being like announced anywhere. I was like, whoa, <laughs> it was like a ride for me. Oh, well, I'm glad to have taken you on a ride. I like doing intros because I just have so much energy and you can just like scream people's credits and be like, yay. Listen, that's I love your energy. I wish I need I want to borrow some. Oh, well, every night I pass <laughs> away because I'm so tired. <laughs> How are you, Abby? I'm good. How are you? I haven't seen you in a while. I saw you maybe. I mean, with with COVID, I have a hard time like tracking time. It's impossible. I know. But I really like I feel like it's been a minute. And I feel like it's bizarre because I see so I see you. So I feel like yes. I've seen you. Mm -hmm. But we haven't really. I feel the same way. I feel like it was when you were casting A League of Their Own. 
Yes. That was probably like two years ago. Yeah. And you guys are all wrapped in shit, right? We're in the, we're in post right now. That's exciting. Yeah. I don't know. Do you know when it comes out? <laughs> I don't know when it comes out. I was just about to say, I don't know when it comes out. They're not telling us yet. It's a big surprise. Isn't that fun? Yeah, it's a so studio fun. or a network goes, hey, here's a bunch of money and we got yeah. the time. We'll get a crew together. You'll edit it. It's going to be fun. We like the cuts. You'll never know when we're going to put it out. I know. Wait, your show comes out, though. Like, we, Phil's show comes out so yeah, soon, right? so soon. They also were kind of not telling us. And then they were like, maybe next year. Then they're like, sneak peek, December 4th. They'll be like, maybe next year, maybe in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, stay ready. Aaron is on league too. Yes. And I was like, I was like, how the, I can curse. Yeah. I was like, how you the fuck is Aaron? You how want. is, cause I remember like, I was like, oh, Aaron's going to shoot Grand Crew. And I was like, how mm-hmm. are they done? You're like already airing. I was like, how is this possible? But Stuff works on different timelines, you know? Yeah. Things, I don't know. I'm always very flabbergasted by how quickly an edit can get turned in. Because I'm like, oh, my God, you put up. I mean, I guess the roadmap is there with the script. But, like, it's kind of crazy to me. It's it's wild. That Yours, I feel like, was was really quick in, like, an incredible way. Kudos to Phil. Mm-hmm. Is yours an hour long or a half hour? It's an hour, right? It's an hour. Wow. really funny. So Darcy Carden is in it, too. Mm-hmm. And I was just telling somebody uh, that it's fun. Like, I cast Darcy, and I, I thought Darcy and I would be, like, the funny parts of the show. And it's way mm-hmm. more of a dramedy. And it's like, we're not, like, Darcy's not that funny <laughs> on this show. And I'm like, Darcy's so funny. It's almost like, yikes, we need to make, we need to be using her. And like, she's just so good as a dramatic actor. It's pretty, it's going to yeah. be pretty cool to see. That's exciting because, I mean, not to be, make it a Darcy love fest, but I love Darcy so much. She's like, <sighs> just nice to be around and then funny yeah. and talented on top of that. She really is this rare breed of I don't know like it's just a a pleasure to spend time with this person mm-hmm. and just super funny super smart super normal and like kind of gets along with anybody yes I don't know I'm like and then apparently she's a fucking dramatic actress too I'm like you can't everything <laughs> <laughs> it is sometimes very annoying when you're like okay you're nice you're pretty you're funny you're talented uh you could do things that i didn't think you could do or i mean i mean it's not out of the realm of possibility that she's like a good dramatic actress but you're like oh okay that's another nice thing that you do and you're like will i ever be a nice lady who could do all these things i know i'm like come on what's your thing what's the thing (laughs) man that like you gotta be (laughs) shitty at something (laughs) one thing come on maybe it's bowling then we take her bowling and she's just like strikes across the board yeah she also i recently she was like a which is maybe i this is a sport i would have no interest in even trying she was like a water polo champion which is like that's insane Water polo is where you are in, like, the deep end yes. for, like, the whole time. So you can't, like, touch the bottom of the pool. You're, like, doggy paddling for, like, an hour or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I-, I don't know. I, shame on me, truly thought water polo was horses in the water. No, wait, wait Nicole. <laughs> because, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Because normal- I think it, 
There's something like that, though. Like, I think there's something. I did not know what. I clearly didn't. I just said it was like doggy paddling in the deep end. Like, there's something. I don't know about it either. But I did think horses were involved as well. Because horses are involved in land polo. Yeah, that it's with. It's like they're like they have like a club, right? I think so. Then they hit a ball around. Huh. Wait, wait, wait. Marco Polo. What's the one? I'm going to sound like such an idiot where you're like, you shut your eyes and you're like, Marco. That <laughs> Yes, that's Marco Polo. No, no, no. It's not Marco Polo. Then. <laughs> yes, she's No, no, no. She, she's not Marco Polo. She's what? like, whatever the water polo. <laughs> I mean, water polo might not have horses. And I have a full computer here to look it up, but I don't think I'm going to. Wait, but she's not ex- she's not like incredible at Marco Polo though. That's like not a real sport, right? That's like a I don't game. think so. I yeah, think yeah. that's like a pool game for yeah. kids <laughs> at a party. I think. She's gonna listen to this and be like, Abby, what are you fucking <laughs> It's really funny that you're like, so Darcy's incredible at everything. She's even good at Marco Polo. And people just go, oh, okay. And they don't want to question it. <laughs> it's going to like end up on her Wikipedia page. It's, like it's like, really the equivalent to be like, Polo she's genius. really good at hide and seek. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> uh, laser tag? Is she a champ? <laughs> Oh God! Okay, oh, that's so funny. Speaking of Darcy, Ooh, so yeah. we met years and years and years ago at the UCB Theater, the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. Um, what led you there? Yeah, I found it. I moved to New York to to go to the Atlantic Theater Conservatory, mm-hmm. and I I didn't go to that. I moved there and I went for a for a week and then I hated it so much and like dropped out. <laughs> and my roommate at the time who I had gone to I went to art school for college in Baltimore and I moved up to New York with um someone I met there and she she was just one night she was like, I think you would love this place, the UCB, because I had done um a lot of video stuff in college and it was kind of it was basically me just doing characters, but in school it was like mm-hmm. projected on a gallery wall and seen as kind of serious. But truly, mm-hmm. it was like just the shit we were doing at UCB. <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> it really was bizarre to just put it in a different environment, I and mean, it was like a totally uh-huh. different thing. Um, and so I went one night by myself uh, when I was like right away. I moved to New York when I was twenty-two, and I went, and I was like. Uh, I want to do, I had never seen UCB the show. I didn't, mm-hmm. I think I'd only seen, um, like whose line is it anyway? Like I didn't know improv really. And I was just like, whatever they're doing on stage. I don't know. I don't remember who was performing. I was like, I want to mm-hmm. do that. And then I just for the next, however long years, I just had like random jobs in New York and took classes and went to UCB and like perform performed whenever they like let me. Yeah, <laughs> just few and far between, to be honest. <laughs> it wasn't that successful there. <laughs> it is a wild. It's a. It's it's funny because like I'll do like Q and A's at colleges. I did that a lot during 2020 because you know we couldn't leave our homes. We had to stay inside. Yeah, something bad was in the air. Yeah. Uh, so and college kids would be like, how do I get into comedy? And I was like, well, we're all at home. So like, 
Think about Abby and Alana and how they created Broad City. I don't know if you know the story, but they like did a web series. You said this? Yeah. That's nuts. I was like, they did a web series. Nobody asked them to do a web series. Nobody asked for Broad City to be made, but they took it upon themselves to make it and then took a chance, asked, right? Well, I mean, we were like, truly, we did it because, listen, I started, when, when did you start at UCB? We were like around the same, I was 2006. I think I was 2008. Yeah. And I actually remember you like, well, we'll go. You, you interned at the front desk for a long time, but I did too. Uh-huh. But I was like a week, we, you were during the weeknights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I like, I, all I wanted, I mean, just like everyone there, you just want to get on one of those teams. Mm-hmm. And for years and years, I could not. And I met Alana in like a practice group where you pay to to like practice and try to like, and then you pay for like the theater and you like give everyone free shots like for years just to like at like under St. Mark's and all the little theaters. Mm -hmm. And I just, we couldn't get on one of those teams. And so we're just like, what are we doing? Like we, this is, we think this dynamic is so funny let we just have to let's make it exactly how we mm-hmm. want to whether it's this little thing but you guys did that too like it was around the same time that you and Sashir and Keisha were doing that yeah because it was a in uh, I love UCB and I feel like a lot of comedy institutions honestly just a lot of things especially like with performing and like acting in Hollywood or whatever have gatekeepers and then it's like, well, who who are the gatekeepers? And it's like, oh, people who don't look like me, who don't understand my references, yeah. who don't understand where I'm coming from. So they're like, no, you got to get better. And you're like, well, how do I get better? Do I have to like watch Star Wars and like understand like the shit you're trying to say to me that like I don't get? But my response is funny because I don't know what you're talking about. But I like act like I whatever. But yeah, it's like yeah, just make something on your own. So yeah, we just started performing a lot at like you know under St. Mark's and the Creek in the Cave and all those other places. And then we started like going to Canada because this like Canadian theater, I think it's the Vancouver Improv Theater, was like we think you're funny. And we're like, okay. And they're like, we'll pay for you to come up and give you like a hundred bucks. And we're like, get it. Yes, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, when I talk to college kids, I'm like, you, you guys, Issa Rae, because Issa Rae did uh, Awkward Adventures of a Black Girl before Insecure. And I was like, if nobody's saying I want your stuff, but like you want to make it, just fucking make it. And you never know what's going to happen. Truly. And I mean, I feel that, I feel that, listen, I, I'm in a different place right now than I was when we were like making Broad City. But I still feel if you start that way, I still feel that way right now. Like even with League or like most things that I do, I sort of I still have that same sort of mentality of like, I don't know, like exactly where I fit in Mm -hmm. the like actor world, like. I I don't I'm not just like cast over here and I'm not over like I'm kind of like in the middle of like women part characters or something (laughs) like most of the time I still feel like it's self-generated like I still Mm -hmm. feel like I if I if I really want to act I'm gonna have to write that character myself Mm -hmm. and I guess that's like really freeing in a way um, but it is, I don't know. I think if you start that way, it gives you this, like, um, I don't know. I, it's like, 
it's like a power, like you, you have the, the wherewithal to do it on your, I don't know. Yeah. Like you have to, it's like, there's no other option. Cause I probably won't, <laughs> I'm not gonna, like, I'm terrible at auditioning. I'm just, I gotta like write the thing and like show them that I can do it. Like, mm-hmm. fully. It's like see, look, read the words. I did good, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like I still feel exactly the same at like, there still are those gatekeepers. It's just like, they're like bigger and, and like richer gatekeepers or something. Yeah. It's not like and Anthony then, King anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like whoever. Yeah. It's yeah, it's like the head of Sony who's like, No, you yeah. can't be in this. And you're like, please. Like, I don't know exactly who is into you, but mm, we already have a woman doing this. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Yeah, I I feel the same way in a lot of aspects because l- the things I've gotten have been because people in the room knew who I was. Or Phil wrote a part where the character's name is Nikki and my name is Nicole and it's based on me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's kind of wild. I do feel like, I mean, maybe this always happens with like every generation of performers or whatever, but I don't know. I, like, I think we, I feel really lucky. Like, I haven't seen you in forever, but I've like watched mm-hmm. your career and see you, you know, every once in a while out and about. And I feel like our generation of people that came up together it's like wild to see it truly, what, truly what is everyone is doing and then it is like like i want you in my thing i want you in my thing like i would love to mm-hmm. work with you like that's how i kind that's how it like it's way better that way anyway yeah i like it yeah at the <laughs> emmys yeah my assessment is i like it i like it <laughs> i like it i think it's good it is is good is good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just very good. Very good. You know, at the Emmys, when uh, Paula Gia and Jen won for Hacks, I like shot out of my seat. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. That was like such an insane reaction. I'm like, I have nothing to do with the show. I was like sitting behind them. But I was like, I'm so proud. It's that, like, wild. It's truly yeah. wild when you it's like it's like a the grad like you, people you graduated with and you're mm-hmm. like. I don't know. It's really, really cool to see what everybody's doing and how well everybody's doing. It's just exciting. Yeah, I love it. Wait, are you in New York or L.A.? You're in L.A. now? So I'm actually, I'm really, I am I live in L.A. more, but I'm in New York right now because I, we shot League in Pittsburgh and I'm mm-hmm. like staying on the, I'm from the, I'm from Philly. So I'm staying on the East Coast until after the, after Thanksgiving. Oh, that's nice. Do you miss New York? I miss New York in a way where I'm so nostalgic for like what my New York is. So I lived in Harlem on the like a uh, 125th and Broadway area for I guess like six years. And now it's all different because City College bought a bunch of buildings. Yeah. So you get off the highway and there's just like a shadow cast because of these huge fucking sterile buildings. And I'm like, you took away the character of the area. I feel like that's almost everywhere, or not everywhere, but like so much of New York, even not having been here for like COVID, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, anywhere that doesn't have like some sort of like height restriction, you know, like yeah. historical height is like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know how we're going to fit more people. And there's like high rises <laughs> popping up everywhere. Everywhere. It's so Yeah, wild. I'm in Brooklyn and it's like all over. Um, I, my friend lives in the Lower East Side and I was there and I was like, oh, okay, this still feels like the New York I left. This still, like the Lower East Side feels a little untouched and I'm so nervous, like over by like Essex and, um, 
Oh, God, Delancey, uh, there was like a big condo being built there. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope not. I don't want to see more of that. Like, it's just, it's, why? Yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's bad. It's like um, L.A. Every time they build a new, like, building, I'm like, why? I miss, I like the castles. So, like, if you ever go at Beachwood, there's, like, literal oh, castle-looking yeah. build- buildings that are apartment buildings. And I'm like, yes. whoever did that, what a whimsical dummy. I love them. <laughs> That's fun. I want to live in a fucking castle. I know. I'm not a high. I don't like a high rise. No. I also don't like modern buildings. So like off of Melrose, there's a bunch of really cute, small-ish, like cute Spanish style cottage, like really cute houses. And something with the zoning got fucked up. So now people are building these huge box houses that are just like (sighs) big windows that I'm like, how, where are you naked? How, where, what part of the house are you naked? And like the windows are like, so it's mm-hmm. like from inside. Great. But well, what are you, what also like, what are you looking at? Yes. And we can see you. <laughs> <laughs> I always think I'm like, are they super rich people who look out their big windows and they're like, look at all these poor tiny homes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why are you doing this? Go move anywhere else. I know. I know. Oh, oh, real estate. real quick we gotta take a break newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul dressy stuff trendy going out clothes casual tops and premium jeans sweaters outerwear vacation fits you name it for just 98 dollars a month you get a choice of any six styles each month Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing, fast, free shipping and returns, and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility, plus the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things. And Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to newly.com, N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. 
Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ooh, ooh, we back. Okay, so... Tis a relationship podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Found. (laughs) Oh, shit. Where is it? Oh, okay. I found this article that says how to make a man commit uh, 28 ways that work every time. And I was like, Sonia, the woman who wrote this, you can't say it works every time. Yeah. It almost makes me want to look up Sonia. (laughs) <laughs> do you like Sonia did it work for you are you like, happy Sonia, Sonia we did a deep dive on you and it I don't think you followed I... <laughs> is this from like Cosmopolitan this is I feel like I used to always look at these fucking Cosmo articles mm-hmm. that were like lists of ways to do something to a dude uh-huh <laughs> yeah this is uh, hernorm.com which okay. I've never heard of but I did google I was like how to get a, a partner to commit and you wouldn't believe <laughs> how many articles there are it was crazy so what's the top one the top one is leave the hunting to him be the one that is being hunted not you hunting him start to decrease the amount of times you text him and go on dates. Do not make yourself available. Playing hard to get, the hunt will be left to him and he can commit faster without even knowing it. <laughs> I, I can't, feel like... I can't handle it. I feel like that's a game. It's such a game. And that's... It's like you're operating out of this... Listen, I don't know about you. I'm I'm already like an anxious, mm-hmm. insecure kind of like default... Like, I can't go in with this, like, protocol that is just, it's just, like, trig. It feels like constant, yeah, this sounds like a bad a bad idea. It's a game. It is a game, and it feels like I have to put more work into going, ooh, don't text them then. No. Or, well, let me cancel this date today because I have to let them hunt me. No. And then also I'm like, hunt? I don't want to be hunted. That means they have a gun, they're going to shoot me, and they're going to bring me in their house? No. No. This is, it sounds like it's like written also by a dude. Nope. This is Sonia. Sonia. I know. I know. (laughs) The second thing is, Sonia says, don't be an open book. Keep a sense of mystery around you to keep him interested. And the picture that they put here is a woman smiling with her arms out like she just explained something and then a man looking away real sad no (laughs) (laughs) this is this is terrible this is terrible i feel like 
young girls <gasps> or not even like this is just like perpetuating this thing mm-hmm. of like how we're supposed to act it's really about like not being yourself how to oh, yeah. not be yourself to get clearly someone you don't even want <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I like to talk. I like to tell people things about me. So being, uh, it says keep a sense of mystery around you. Even if you've been together for months or years, you can still be mysterious by taking up new hobbies or activities without them, which is so funny to me to like talk to someone you've been dating for months, even years. And they're like, oh, what are you doing today? And you're like, I'm going to go play Marco Polo. And they're like, what? <laughs> you and you're like, Marcus? that's all I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell you with who or which pool. Okay, that's for me. <laughs> oh, my God. And then it continues. It says, as time passes, this desire will turn into love um, and they will come to love all of your uniqueness. <laughs> oh, my. I feel like that would just confuse somebody. Yeah. Or it's just like an asshole who isn't actually interested. Mm-hmm. This sounds exhausting. This sounds like a full-time <laughs> job to, like, manage. I think so. Because then Sonia says, <laughs> you gotta have your own life, which is okay. I agree with Sonia on that, but also... Yes, yeah, so Sonia says, if you're enjoying your own life, as well as being with him, they'll learn uh, that they can do the same too. Stay in touch with your friends, keep up with hobbies, or take up new ones. Um, even if you <laughs> meet up with your friends once a month for lunch or dinner, and then go to a gym or dance class every weekend, you'll be enjoying time that doesn't evolve, uh, that doesn't evolve around your person. Um, which I guess is good. But then also she, Sonia goes on to say, you have six days with them. You can have one day with your friends. It's important for both of you to enjoy things. I feel like Six days is a lot to spend with someone and only have one day, maybe once a month. So, yeah, this is wild. Yeah, that's a lot. It's also hilarious to be like, you to get the guy, you need to, like, have a friend. Like, it's like a, <laughs> like, the other thing is kind of just as important. Like, you need to know people and do mm-hmm. things, like how to be a well-rounded person. Like, <laughs> But it, no, 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 it's you need to like go to a dance class once a week to maintain the guy. Yes. It's like wild. Oh boy, because Sonia now says <laughs> apply reverse psychology. Don't let them believe that the only thing women want is a serious relationship. You got to show them that you don't want to commit uh, without giving him the feeling that you don't want to be with him. <laughs> Uh, The more he realizes you aren't crazy about commitment, the more he'll feel at ease and enjoy the time he spends with you without worrying. This will lead to naturally wanting him to commit without realizing that he has gotten to that point. It'll just happen. Then Sonia says, there's no point in playing games. But Sonia, that is a game. There's no point in playing games except my list of 24 (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) No point in playing games after these. After yeah. these. Yeah, this yeah. is the game. Anything else is ridiculous, yeah. okay? <laughs> now Sonia says, don't idolize him. Don't idolize him like he's some kind of god that controls you. If he buys you gifts, accept them graciously, but don't give him a feeling that he can control you with material things. There's only one person who controls your life, and that's God. No, I'm kidding. She said, that's you. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Um, which I guess is good, but also how would you let someone know that they can control you with things? Oh, I guess if maybe they make you mad and then they give you a gift and you're like, oh my God. Or they do something terrible and give you a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Sonia, I'll give you that. All right, you got one. Ooh, maybe Sonia's got two. Don't use sex <laughs> to bring them closer. The worst thing you can do is use sex as a tool to bring them closer. It won't work. While being physical is important in a relationship, it's not the end all be all. I think Sonia's right on that. Yeah, I think so too. Oh no, now Sonia's <laughs> dipping back into being bad. Sonia says, remain attractive. <laughs> Sonia, we were with you. We were right there. She's like... <laughs> Oh, boy. She said, I've been there myself when I've not shaved my legs for a week and have spotted uh, with uh, armpit shadow. But I learned from... Wait, I started to make an effort with my appearance and I felt better, more confident. (sighs) Oh, Sonia. Sonia, Sonia, Sonia. I mean, these are all pretty bad. (laughs) These are all... Yeah. This is written right now. Too, right? This let me see when this was written. When did Sonia publish this on her dot norm? <laughs> you better believe there's no year. <laughs> Timeless. I guess you don't have to put Timeless. a year when you publish something on the internet. Yeah, I guess not. Or maybe you don't in a newspaper either. I don't understand journalism. I feel I can't I can't date it, but this could be in the last this could be this could be old this could be so old this could be when the internet first started this could also have been truly published today a lot of what she's saying is stay independent in order to have a relationship which sounds counterintuitive yeah i mean listen i think it's important to like maintain your own like life and interests and stuff but I guess I don't think about that. It's kind of going at it with a default of like, oh, finding someone that person is like your life, mm-hmm. right? Like you're like thinking of it like that's like my whole life. Or she's being like, you need to have this too. But like, I think going into it being like, well, that that person will will enhance my life a lot. But I've been trying to go on dates with the mindset that like. I don't owe this person anything. They don't owe me anything, but it could be nice. Yeah. And why not get excited about it? Because I was going on dates not excited for a hot second. I was like, oh, my God. I got to go on another one of these. Wait, can I I just say real quick? Well, a bunch of things. So (laughs) I find it. Listen, I'm. Well, I'm like rambling now, but I find it really insane that you you are not with somebody. Thank you. (laughs) I find it insane, but also I realize I do have a podcast called Why Won't You Date Me? That pops up if you Google me. Um, And you need to keep doing this podcast. What are you going to do once you start dating someone? You got to stop doing the podcast. No. I'm kidding. I would figure out. No, you didn't incorporate it. You're like, it's done. (laughs) It's done. (laughs) Goodbye. Sorry. (laughs) I got to go. This person is my everything. Oh, no. I have to be independent. Sonia's right. Sonia's right. Keep doing the podcast. (laughs) That'll be my one thing I do once a week away from this person. Just this podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess it also has to do with um, 
I think I'm a strong personality. I have mellowed out in my old age. Um, and then I guess I, I, I think it's like comedy scares people sometimes. I mean, I really think I get where, what you're throwing down. I got, I feel ya. I mean, you're in COVID. What is the vibrant? You're like, we're out a little bit more. People are vaxxed. We're going out a little more. Yes. People are dating. Um, I would say the beginning of this year, like right before the vaccine came out, uh, people were, you know, having social distance dates in parks and stuff. Uh, That was fine. Not for me. I think it's hard to like hang out in a park. Well, yeah, especially, I mean, I was was there as well. I think it's like the first, I think <laughs> for personally, I'm like, I think like a night drink is like helpful with like a first yes. date, not yes. like a walk. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> a walk can trick you into intimacy because I think daytime things are kind of, in- it's like, oh, we're in each other's life. We see each other during the day. Yeah. So it, it kind of tricks you into maybe oversharing a little bit. Um, and then I also have, you know, my walls up. I'm a little guarded. I don't want to tell you everything at first. Um, so yeah, I think like a a nighttime cocktail is nice. Although recently I met someone for dinner and I was like, I don't know if I want to go to dinner with someone that's like really committing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we went to a pizza place and I like pizza and then they ended up being like really sweet and genuine and nice. And I was like, okay, maybe I will give people a chance to go on a longerish date. I kind of feel like dating. I don't know. I think it's like worst case and well, worst case scenario, it could be fucking terrible, but uh-huh. like the, the, the getting yourself out the door is like, listen, well, <laughs> You know, it can go terrible. And then as someone who does comedy, like great material. Yes. Great material. This is going to be a fucking shitty, but like Mm -hmm. I'll have a story where I'll have something to like write it into, (laughs) but also just like, maybe they'll be my friend. Mm Mm-hmm. Like that sort of like was my, (laughs) clearly I wasn't super confident. I'd be like, this is clearly not going to lead to something sexual or love related. It's going to be either terrible or maybe they'll be my, (laughs) that was always like, just go out, just leave. And like, Mm -hmm. it'll be something and you'll like have done a thing. Yeah. That's the point I'm at. I'm like, you know, it'd be nice to get out of your house. Yes. Yes. You know, see, see something new for a second. Get another point of view on yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they'll be my friend. Uh, yeah. It's tough. It is. It's hard. And then sometimes you ever go on a date and the other person looks at you and they seem a little disappointed. <laughs> yeah. That happened. Um, a couple weeks ago and I was like, oh no. And you like sense it. You're like, they don't want to be here. I'm so sorry. <laughs> when that happened, did you feel the opposite or did you feel the same? I guess I was like, I smiled and they like, it wasn't a grimace, but it was like a, hmm. And I was like, oh, and I was like, mm, I feel bad now. <laughs> it was like, I don't have an opinion about you. I just feel very Like I wasn't bad. thinking good or bad, but. I wasn't uh-huh. like, I was just like kind of being here. And now it's like, hmm, okay, I see where you're at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's no bueno. Um, I, yeah, I've just been 
just trying to get out of the house and date a little bit more. Uh, I went on a date where... Oh, I don't know if I talked about this yet on the podcast. Anyway, we had very similar facial structure, just like big round faces. And I'm 100% sure the server thought we were siblings because the server flirted with me a little bit. And I was like, oh, and I was like, well, I, I do like attention. But then I was like, no, you're here with this man. And then he didn't seem very interested in me. And I was like, what is happening today at this bar? I hate this. It's all just so confusing. You're like, um, is anything going on here? Because I think something's going on here. And like, if we're not, I'm going to go after the server. And he would probably be like, go right ahead. I don't like you. Not one bit. He didn't laugh at a single thing I said. And I was like, hmm, you don't have a sense of humor. But then I like called something back that was weird that he had said. And then he laughed really hard. And I was like, hmm. You're not really laughing at my jokes. You're just laughing at me repeating the dumb thing you said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's so hard. I feel like especially just in L.A. And I think if I moved back to New York, it would probably be more of the same because I'm just older and not out in the streets as much. I don't know. I'm tired of apps. I feel like in New York, well, I don't know. LA's so, COVID's so different too, but LA's uh-huh. so isolated. Like, I didn't really, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of like, I haven't really been, I haven't been in LA as long as you have. But New York, it felt way more like you could meet someone on the street and mm-hmm. there's like real life happening. <laughs> and uh-huh. in LA, I don't think I ever met anyone like, like out it was like so had it was it's just so much more you have to like plan everything or something Mm -hmm. yeah nothing is nothing sporadic here because i feel like everyone really schedules their life they're like oh i can't stay out tonight i gotta go on a hike i got audition then i got an acting coach session then then i'm gonna go on another night hike and you're like oh boy a lot of hikes Uh, i don't want any part of that so many hikes (laughs) <laughs> so many hikes. I have a question. Okay. So Broad City was pretty like, I feel like instantly like people were like, I love it. So were your DMs like blowing up with people being like, hello? You know what? Like, um, I wish I was better at that shit. I wish mm-hmm. I knew. I, I don't think I... it's gonna sound like a fucking idiot i don't think i knew that people would even like go into my dms (laughs) and ask me out in that way and also if they did i probably was like i probably really missed any opportunity of that if there was and Mm -hmm. was um very nervous about randoms unless i slid into their dms Ooh. You'll love to hear about that. I know, but I got to say, I was always so jealous. I mean, I, during most of Broad City, I only dated dudes. And then like in the middle of Broad City, like Abby, I sort of Mm -hmm. like figured out my sexuality. And so I started dating women too. But I guess I was always um, uh, jealous of like male comedians Mm-hmm. The way in which they could just fucking, yeah, like it, it, I'm like you have like 
I just remember Hannibal, like, being, like, telling us about going to stand-up shows all uh-huh. over the country and, like, meeting girls. And me- everywhere. <laughs> Alana and I are, like, like throwing Whoa. themselves. Like, yeah. Alana and I were, like, Whoa. like, truly, there's a, there is a, um, we did a cold open on Broad City where we are on Facebook, which I'm not even, like, that. and we're on Facebook and we're, like, you know what? Fuck this. We're mm-hmm. going to ask out. Anyone we think are, we th- think are cute right now, we're gonna fucking do it. And Alana and I did this in real mm-hmm. life, and then put it on the show because one night <laughs> we were like, you know what? What we're great. We're like we're catches. Why are we fucking single? Let's let's just like ask. And you probably know all of the dudes we asked out. <laughs> and guess what? What zero. Really? Zero dudes said yes to Alana and I. We probably both asked out, like, at least 20 people. Fully insane to me. That's so crazy. I just, I do feel like, to what you said earlier about sort of, like, I hate this shit, but, like, comedian and a woman and having a big personality and being known for those things, too, Mm -hmm. as opposed to, like, a male comedian and being really funny it's just like such a different dynamic you have to get at least for me when I was dating only dudes like you have to get the the right kind of dude Mm -hmm. that isn't intimidated by that I think yeah that that like loves that yeah that is like that's the hottest fucking thing that's exactly what I want Mm -hmm. you crack me up and I'm like please intimidate me but (laughs) like my experience especially in like that community that like we were coming up in, like yeah, it was like <laughs> so. It was just like we were like, all right, I guess. It was like it was such a terrible place for my confidence in that way. I agree. It yeah, was, I don't want to say like I had a very good experience at UCB, but I will say I took a lot of confidence hits performance wise and dating. I was like boy oh boy what do i have to do to get one of these fucking nerds in cargo shorts to look at me listen a lot of great guys came out a lot of great great guys but a lot of yes a lot of like fine guys yeah truly just like mediocre run of the mill truly mediocre and like (laughs) listen i again a lot of great guys but like all the women i knew that came out of there were pretty fucking spectacular yes and like special Mm-hmm. And like, I do think, listen, my whole fucking career is based off of this insecurity. So maybe it's good that I got <laughs> like, shot down constantly. I like continue to like thrive off it. But um, I just feel like that's a lot of the women's experience from that. It is just like maybe we were in like this boys club, but I do feel I mean, I always it was always a thing a lot of and I constantly talked about and wrote about and Mm -hmm. but then like later i'm gonna like i'm like jumping around because i think this is pertinent to you maybe because you like i don't know like when i turned i'm 37 right now we're how old are you 35 okay yes i just turned 35 when i turned 30 i was like fuck this (laughs) (laughs) Because I, like, I, I, until, like, pretty recently, I was, like, perpetually single, and I was, like, what the fuck? And I, when I turned 30, I was, like, fuck this bullshit. I was, like, you know what? If I think anyone is cute, if I think any of these guys I fucking know are cute, 
I'm just going to ask them out in this way that is like not overtly like I'm not like proclaiming my fucking love for you. But if I meet someone and I think they're cute, I decided and I did it on my 30th birthday to this guy, Mm -hmm. a friend of mine. And I was just like, hey, I think you're really cute. Um, No, no. um, Let me do it again. Hey, I think you're really cute. (laughs) No, I think you're really cute. Let me know if you want to get a drink. No pressure. That's it. And it gave me this like wild sense of like confidence because Mm -hmm. I honestly didn't care what they said but it was such a move versus like the way alana and i did it we're like we wrote like facebook messages uh-huh that was like hey let me know like i don't know why it just felt like more this like insecure thing and this was like this powerful thing where i'm like i don't love you i think you're cute let me get a drink yeah. and if not who cares cool who gives a shit and then it like i remember when i did it to this guy in person he was like um yeah sure and then we went on a date and i was like nope this is not good wait a minute sonia's right (laughs) you have to like be a little mysterious because (laughs) he was like oh no pressure well i guess i should go it's if it's no pressure exactly okay Exactly. And listen, didn't have like full success uh, mm-hmm. from this experiment. But it was the first time I think in my life where I was like, fuck, I feel so sort of defeated around it. And this little move gives me confidence because it lets go of like, I don't like you yet. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I think you're cute, which is like the smallest thing. Mm-hmm. Something about you is cute, like whatever. I don't know. That might be a good intro because I've been like, I've gone through periods where I was like, I'll send something funny. Like, would you rather be a taco or, I don't know, a skirt that a woman wears on a Wednesday? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I would send like weird would you rathers and then people would answer them and then like I would hear nothing else. But I think a good intro is, I think you're cute. Would you like to get a drink? No pressure. I think that's, I think that's perfect. Try it because also you're like, and do it, you, like I say, do it on like, if you're talking about like an app, do it on that. But also like, truly, I did it with friends. Mm-hmm. Like, not like, <laughs> I wasn't like. <laughs> you're like my best friends. Yeah. <laughs> I think I did it with you. Okay. No, like I, I did it with people that were sort of like, not right in the like my best friends, but like, like the first guy I did, it was like kind of a friend of a friend. And I was like, you know, hey, I've always thought you're re- you're really cute. If you want to get a drink, let me know. And then you're like, they know you don't really care. Mm-hmm. But it's something, I don't know. And then if they say no, you're like, great, great. Now yeah, I know. Moving and, on to yes, the next one. I don't know. I don't even know where I came up with, where I said that. Oh, because Alana and I fucking, yeah. They don't, didn't, didn't work out that much early on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's a good strategy, and I honestly think it's going to be helpful. Real quick, we have to take another break. Sp- 
Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving. And I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So... Even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Here's a question. It's not about dating or anything, but like, how did you, I'm sure this is a question you've been asked a million times, but how did you deal with the success from the show? Was it overwhelming? And did you have to, like, do self-care to, like, not get out of, like, I feel like sometimes people get popular fast and then it might feel like the world is going really fast and they don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, I mean, I like that you said, did I do self-care as if it was, like, present, not present tense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Abby, are you done with self-care now that you've established a career? (laughs) I think that, um... I don't know. You know, it's so it it like we were on the, like once that train went like also just like the production of it was like truly we would like end we ended season one on like a Friday and started season two on a Monday. It was mm-hmm. like we were just like on it in such a crazy way that like a lot of that was really um, I, I, well, first of all, I'm like it, I, I, I was with it was like doing it with Alana. It was like, thank you. Having someone that knew exactly Mm -hmm. what was happening to me was like that. I don't know what that would have been like without her, but it's weird. Like I think that it had a little bit more success, like in season two, but also it really, I don't know. It was really, I think the thing that was tricky is that it's like my name Mm -hmm. and 
I mean, we knew each other to a certain extent and I, you had seen me perform and I think, you know, Alana and I are like, it's very, it's like an amplified version of us. Like I'm very Mm -hmm. much like Abby, but I'm not, I'm not that Abby, but it just seems in, in like the most flattering way possible. It was like all of a sudden, like if people saw me and loved the show, it was like, I am that, I, it, it, they know everything about mm-hmm. me. It's just like really, and, and the, it's again, it's like, it was so flattering, but just very um, weird. I mean, I, you know how it's like, you were very much known for you too. Mm-hmm. And then it's like this thing of like people knowing your name and mm-hmm. thinking they know you, but you might, mm-hmm. a big thing for me is like, I'm just going to be fucking disappointing. Like <laughs> I'm not going to be what they want. Cause I'm uh-huh. like, a, I think I'm like a sadder version of Abby. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause you're not performing. You're just being a human. Uh, I used to do a lot of meet and greets. I haven't done any since COVID because she's trying to not die. Yeah. But, uh, people at meet and greets would be like, wow, wow, you must really hate this. And I was like, oh, no, I think it's really sweet that people want to meet me, but I'm not telling jokes right now. I'm like, you're just meeting me as a person. Yeah. Like, In I'm a- not that. I don't think I'm that funny unless I'm like doing the thing mm-hmm. i don't Doing know the funny yeah and in terms of i mean actually my therapist this week mentioned to me <laughs> i've been with her for a while and mm-hmm. she mentioned to me when we started i it, a big thing about being single when that was really starting to happen was that i like i would go i remember i met this guy online and he didn't ask me anything about myself. Mm-hmm. And I, and then I, I, I was so in my head of being like, well, like this was in person. And also he was a standup, mm-hmm. but you know, in a standup circle that like, we didn't really know, but mm-hmm. I was like, you're not like, he's not asking me anything. So I was like, does he know, like, does he know what I do? And he's not asking, or is he just like, one of those people that never asks questions about the other person or like, I was just very in my head about like, Mm -hmm. why are people out? Like, do they want to be out with me because it's me or do they like me because I'm on a show or like, I mean, yeah, I think that's, I mean, that's not right now. That's not how I feel, but like very much so how I felt when I was single, Mm -hmm. you know, like even like not that far, not that like, uh, like two years ago, I was like, you what what are you interested <laughs> what, what are in? Here? <laughs> just in, I, and then maybe that's me being like I don't know. Like I'm also interested in people for like their all the other things about them and also like what they're into and what they're mm-hmm. like what they're passionate about doing. So like that does involve your job and all that stuff. But I just get very I was like very in my head about that when mm-hmm. the show was going in terms of like all aspects of your life. You're like, I'm going crazy now that people know my name on the street Mm -hmm. truly. And people come up to me in like the most hilarious way. Cause I, it's very, I haven't been in New York in a while and I'm like, Mm -hmm. right. It's different here. Yep. (laughs) It's really different here. Uh huh. I mean like Alana and I hung out on Friday and it's, I was like, right, right, right. That's different for Alana and I to get coffee outside. Yeah. People (laughs) were 
losing their minds. <laughs> You're like, they actually hang out. No, truly, people come and be like, oh, you guys are actually, oh my God. Like, But people say to me, they're like, Abby, like, or I'm not enough if I'm doing it right. Like, truly like someone you, someone you went to high yes. school with. Yes. And so I always am like, Hey, <laughs> oh my God. Hey, how are uh-huh. you? And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, we don't know each other. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot to me. Yeah. But then also sometimes mm-hmm. I will go, oh, it's really nice to meet you. And anytime I say nice to meet you, they go, oh, we met. Yeah. And then we'll tell me where they, and I'm like, oh, yep. So it gets, it's, uh, there is no winning. There's no winning. That. None. <laughs> There's no winning. I was once out with um, Sashir. And then our other friend, Mateo, I don't think you know him. He's a stand-up. Oh, I know who he, I know oh, of him. He's great. And it was the three of us. And this lady was like, oh, Nicole. Oh, so she, oh, Mateo. Oh, it was, it was just very funny <laughs> that she was, oh, uh, and she was very overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was out with Mateo. I was in New York with him. And this lady on a bike was like, Mateo, you're funny. And I was like, ooh, Mateo, you have a fan. And Mateo goes, do you know who she is? And the lady on the bike went, no, and rode away. And... <laughs> I was like, I love it. Just keeping me humble. Yeah. So if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. You're currently in a relationship? Yeah, I am in um, a relationship right now. Oh, I love it. Yeah. The people listening can't see it, but a real cute smile crept up on your face. (laughs) I I did do a real cute smile. How'd you guys meet? We. I know how you feel about this, what I'm about to say. We met Uh on an app. Ooh, okay. Well, no, that gives me fucking hope. I know, but this is an app that you don't like. Oh, is it Raya? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, listen, you know what? I actually really don't like it either. But I have to like it, I guess, now. Yeah, now uh, you're locked into an endorsement. Uh, you have to say kind things about oh it God, because I you found someone I, on it. I really do not <laughs> want to be associated with it at all. <laughs> Yeah, but it's okay. You mm. found somebody. You beat the odds. You didn't match with an Australian DJ. You found no. somebody I <laughs> think local that, to you. I, I have to say, because I see everybody, uh, or, or like, I don't know, maybe you do too, but I see like men and women on it. it there's mm-hmm. like, a, um, actually, there's just as many probably women DJs. You you really, <laughs> ha- like, especially during the pandemic, it was, it felt like I was like passing the time because I looking on there because I was like, well, I guess this is the only way I'll ever interact with anyone ever again. Uh Like I'll never date ever again. Mm -hmm. But I was on it off and on like for like before that, like I, the guy who never asked me about myself uh, was from Raya too. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, but the thing is we have a mutual friend and that was the thing okay. that sort of, um, like, I guess when you match, you like, you can see someone's Instagram and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, she's really good friends with this person I'm friends with. And so that made it almost like we didn't meet on the app. Mm-hmm. Like we could almost say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we met through a mutual friend via an app because we figured out we have a mutual friend. But you know, let's just take the app out of it. Mutual friend. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like uh, whatever. Listen, it's how listen, I, we met during COVID. So I'm like, I don't know mm-hmm. how the fuck you meet. 
I think the apps are worth a shot, I guess. I think they're worth a shot. Also, it is like a numbers game. You got to keep swiping and talking until something happens. Yeah, but I will say on that one, uh, just to even out the score, that they are it's like the demo is really has a huge range <laughs> of like terribleness in my opinion. Uh-huh. I was like, what the fuck? Like it almost was like a very interesting, like look into a t- like a, that type of like mm-hmm. DJ. Vibe. Yeah, I felt like on Raya, it was a lot of very, Attractive to mediocre gentlemen, and then a lot of very beautiful women. And I was like, huh, I don't know if there's a space for me on this because there are, I I don't think I've seen a fat person on there. And I'm like, hmm, maybe they're trying to curate an aesthetic and I don't fit the aesthetic. I never, I've truly matched the whole time I've been on Riot with maybe three people. Listen, I didn't match with a lot of people either. It's an interesting space. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I can't believe that this happened from Raya. I love that this happened from Raya. I love that this happened for you because <laughs> I don't think you thought it was gonna happen on Raya, and then it did. So wait, how long has it been? Has it been a year? It's been yeah, like a little bit over a year, which is the longest oh! relationship I've ever been in. So, Abby, congratulations! Thanks. Yeah, like that's nice. I, I'm not a. I don't think I've been traditionally, that's not, can say I don't think I haven't been traditionally like a relationship kind of a person, Mm -hmm. even though I maybe always wanted one. I just like, I think I can relate to this podcast in a big way and that I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't, doesn't start working out on whether I like, I just didn't meet a lot of people that I really clicked with Mm -hmm. and it would be, listen, I met a lot of people that i didn't click with for uh-huh. a short amount of time and that were like fun <laughs> and whatever, but mm-hmm. I don't know that it was always a thing for me. Um, so yeah, it's really, it's good. You said earlier that I need to find someone who's like all about how loud I am and that I do comedy or whatever. And I think about my parents, my mom was not a comedian. She was just a very loud woman. Um, and my dad would truly just like be behind her, shaking his head with a smile. And I was like, yeah, that's what I need. Someone who- <laughs> well, you, you got I mean, I think as someone in comedy, like they have to be your, they have to think you're fucking hilarious. Yeah. They have to like love that. It would be so sad if they were like, liked me, but didn't think I was funny. I think that would uh, maybe kill me. <laughs> no. And like, that's the, th- yeah, you, yeah. They got to love that. All of it. Yeah. They got to love all of it. Do you have a dog? Why, do you hear somebody, um, like, somebody (laughs) (laughs) um, digging a bed? It's very funny because this dog is like, I've been caught. I know, I'm sorry. Were you like, what's happening? Look at this. It was just so funny. I was like, what is that? You're on a podcast. Can you please be quiet? Yeah, he's digging. I'm sorry. It's affecting the audio quality. No, I think it's fine. I was just curious as to what it was. Yes. Um, Oh, I know what I was going to fucking say, and I hope I say it right because I'm bringing up my therapist again. Mm -hmm. So I was like super single, super depressed about a multitude of things, but like 
sort of just thinking like, fuck, I'm, this is like, I'm pretty good at being independent and solo and like, maybe that's who I am. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's Desi. Des, we're not going to dig right now. I'm talking about my therapist. <laughs> not during my therapist monologue, okay? We talked, we rehearsed it and it's just... No, you know when the digging's supposed to come. Yeah, it comes at the end. <laughs> come on. But I was like, I don't know what, like, I don't know, like, something's wrong with me. Like, something mm-hmm. is clearly wrong with me. Like, everyone else seems to, like, be able to meet people every fucking which way. And she was like, okay, she was like, Abby, there. this is, like, the good news. There's nothing wrong. Like, there's nothing I'm looking at you. There's nothing wrong with you. You're a catch. You're, you're smart. You have, you, you're really good at what you do. Like, like all the things. And, um, she was like, the good news is it's you. Mm -hmm. Like you not meeting someone right now is not the other people not like being right. Or sorry. It's not like all these other people around you. Like, the reason you're not meeting someone is you. Mm-hmm. Am I making sense? Like, like not in a like not that you're doing something wrong. Just that, like, yes. it's the it's like the mentality of like being. I'm not. I'm not. I'm saying it wrong. Maybe it's like you're not in the right space to meet someone, or like you like- have the like. There's nothing wrong with you. But it's like, it's like your decision. Mm. If that makes sense. Like there's something You could something be with someone shitty. You could be with someone who doesn't ask about you. Exactly. Like there's, there's something she's saying. Like there's something that you're putting out there that is like, um, not a uh, fuck. I'm fucking it. I got to fucking call Jean. Jean's got to come in and do this. <laughs> No, like, basically, she's saying, like, it's really ultimately up to you. It's up to you. And, oh, I'm not, no, because it's, that's not something you're doing wrong. You might want to edit this out. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like it. No, it's, it's, she's really saying that it might be that, like, men, like, the mentality that you're, the mentality, like where I was, was like, mm-hmm. I'm putting something out there that for whatever reason, it's me not being ready to like do that. Or like, mm-hmm. I'm putting out some energy that like, I don't really want that. Or like the walls up or whatever it is mm-hmm. that like, when I want it to happen, it's like within my control and I have to just like, I will like let it release and like, it will happen like I'm not explaining. She said it's so good. I think (laughs) that makes sense when you're being a little bit vulnerable and allow someone to see you. It makes it a little bit easier. I think. Like, yeah, we're almost like, listen, like they're like, because I she's basically saying like, there's nothing wrong with you. Mm hmm. And it's not like there's something wrong with all the people you're dating, but there's like it. She's basically saying it. The decision is up to you. Like when you are truly ready and meet the. I'm fucking this up. Listener. 
I'm sorry. I like. Again. I really like to think when this episode comes out, <laughs> someone is like, "Oh boy, Abby's got some advice from her therapist." Okay, my pen is out, the paper's out, and, it's gonna and be they're like, just it's like, trying to write uh, this. And they're like, yeah, uh, 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 "They're gonna be uh, like, let me okay. just Google Sonia's <laughs> list instead." <laughs> Fuck Abby and Nicole. <laughs> And they're like, Sonia saved my life. Now I'm in a relationship. She was all right. Yeah. I think she was saying, like, <laughs> you are, like, the way in which I was going about things. It, like, basically, she's saying, like, it's within, like, what do you want? And, like, it's within my control. Mm-hmm. If that's, if that makes sense. Sort of like, this was, like, a little bit before her when I started sort of like asking people out, but like, it's almost like the mental space that I put myself in when dating or when like being open to meet people was really dictating the experience. Mm -hmm. And so it's like within my control, how I want it to go and sort of how I feel about myself when I'm like putting myself out there, if that makes sense. I think that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that oh, note, Abby. No, oh, yeah, no yeah. we... What? <laughs> I liked it. Listen, cut it up, clean it up, <laughs> snip it, <laughs> slice it, and splice it, okay? No, I like it. I Because that's what therapy is. It's like you take something, and then you it makes sense, you apply it, and then you're like, how do I articulate what I applied? Don't know. Can't do it. Usually don't have to. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> usually yeah, just usually, to stay yeah. in, you know, just to come in. <laughs> well, we've come to the end. Abby, thank you so much for doing this. Oh it my was goodness. Truly thank you. A real treat to see and talk to you. I know, you too. And I'm gonna lay, I'd love to hang. Truly. I honestly would too. I've missed you. I know, you too. Thanks for having me. Thank you for doing it. Also, do you have anything you want to promote? Mm, I don't think so right now. Don't you have a book? I do have a book where I talk a lot about dating, but it came out a long time ago. Who cares? You still yeah, get sh- money on the back end. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Um, yeah, my book is called I Might Regret This. Also, you can watch episodes of Broad City on Paramount Plus, I think. I think on Hulu. Just kidding. <laughs> on Hulu. Maybe uh- Paramount Plus. Well, I feel like all of Viacom stuff ended up on Paramount Plus. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have Paramount Plus subscription. Listen, me, uh, I do now because I signed up for a gift box for this movie that I had no intentions of watching, but it came with a free year of Paramount Plus. There you go. There, so you, there go. you go. There you go. There you go. That's, uh, that's okay, how yeah, you have some shit. Listen, check it out on Paramount Plus then. Why not? <laughs> or Hulu. Because you better believe Abby going to get that money on the residual <laughs> front. <laughs> get me those residuals. Get me those residuals. <laughs> I just try to make you some back end money. <laughs> Stuff you've already done. I don't want to do any other. Yeah. Put it on while you do your laundry. Give me them residuals. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you like this episode of Oh, Why Won't You Date Me, you can um, like it, rate it, review it uh, on Apple Podcasts. If you write me something dirty at why won't you date me podcast at gmail.com. Also, you can tell me stories. Uh, if you have a question, I can answer. Uh, yeah, I said the name of the email. Okay, so this is a dirty review. This person from Norway said, 
I would motorboat Nicole until the reverberation caused an intercontinental rift. I like that. That's okay. nice. That's nice. But also, I think my poor boobies would uh, cry. <laughs> Sounds an intercontinental rift. Yeah. I would hate that the cause of like a rift was someone pleasuring me. I'd have to like go on television and be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was getting it on. <laughs> I didn't know. We had no know. intention. <laughs> when I got the call, I didn't realize it was us. <laughs> then slowly we figured it out. Uh, again, sorry to, to you and yours. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. If there's anything better than getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's, it's getting a few of your favorite things from McDonald's for less in the McDonald's app. Mm. Delicious. Order in the McDonald's app today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Right now, only in the app. Enjoy a breakfast sandwich for just $1, like a sausage McMuffin with egg. Offer valid one time per day from 429 to 512.24 at participating McDonald's. Must opt into rewards.